You found it. Your number one place for free English lessons on the internet. Learn American English with this guy. Don't forget to leave a five-star review if this podcast improves your English. And now, here's your host, this guy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm not sure what's going on with that car, but it doesn't look right. There is a whole lot of smoke. I hope they're okay. English phrasal verbs. Aren't those things a pain if you are trying to learn English? Well, in today's English lesson, you are going to learn six new English phrasal verbs that sound like they might hurt, but I promise you, they don't. And the first English phrasal verb I would like to teach you is punch in. Now punch, that sounds violent. You ball up your fist like this and you might hit somebody. That's called a punch. But if you punch something in, it's not violent at all. Yeah, and that's what makes phrasal verbs so difficult is, oh, I know the definition for punch. It must have something to do with punch when you say punch in. And uh, not really. You could punch your friend's phone number into your phone. It basically means push buttons. Hey, let me punch in a phone number real quick. I need to call somebody. If you ever work in the United States, you might have to punch in for work. And what that means is that you might have a time card and then you might have to punch in with your time card. A time card is what it sounds like. It's a piece of paper, a card that keeps track of the number of hours you work. And when you leave work, you punch out. And the thing you punch in and out of if you work here in the United States is a time clock. Now, as a teacher, I don't punch in and out with a, wow, sounds like somebody's racing. As a teacher, I don't punch in and out with a time clock. I'm what's called salary. Basically, salary is you get paid the same amount of money every week, no matter if you work five hours or 30 hours, you still make the same amount of money. But if you punch in with a time card, you get paid by the hour. It's a little confusing. I am going to do an entire English lesson on how to work in the United States. But this English lesson isn't about working in the United States, it's about tricky English phrasal verbs. The next one is kick back. How about kick? Do you know that verb? You probably do. 
I just did a kicking motion with my foot. Yes, I am wearing dad shoes today. But if you kick back, it's definitely not violent at all. And in fact, it's probably the opposite. It's when you relax. Maybe after a long day at work, you just decide to kick back. That means relax. I don't know what you do to relax. Please put it in the comments. What do you like to do when you relax? But for me, it might be to sit down in my favorite chair, a recliner, and just watch TV, watch YouTube, come up with new English lessons. That's what I like to do when I kick back after a long day of work. The next English phrasal verb that sounds violent or like it hurts, but it isn't, is to crack down. Let's talk about the word crack. It's, it's usually a noun and it means something that's broken, but not all the way broken. Like you could crack a mirror. Means like it's sort of starting to break, but it isn't broken all the way yet. How about an earthquake? Do you know what an earthquake is? It's when the earth literally shakes and buildings might fall. Well, sometimes the earth cracks during an earthquake, like a big hole breaks in a, a, a truck is, a truck is uh, distracting me. All right, focus, crack down. So those are cracks, but when you crack down on something, it means you try to stop it from happening. Now, there are a lot of people that are speeding on that road just down there. I'm not sure if you can see it, but if the police want to crack down on people going fast on that road, well, what they could do is patrol that road more often, have more police cars on that road to watch for people who are speeding. And it sounds right now, sounds like there's some sirens in the distance. Maybe they are cracking down on the people that are speeding. Do you have children? Are you a parent? Sometimes you might have to crack down on your children. Ooh, that sounds like it might hurt, but no, it doesn't. Let's think about what children might do wrong. How about they don't keep their room clean enough? Well, as a parent, you might have to crack down on them and make sure they clean their room more often. I thought, let's take a little drive and then discuss more English phrasal verbs. There's actually a cornfield right across the street. Maybe there won't be as many cars racing up and down the street. Maybe a little quieter here to talk about the next one. The next one is cough up. Now, if you know the word cough in English, it's like, <coughs> that, that's a cough. But guess what? The English phrasal verb has nothing to do with coughing. Cough up means you think somebody has something and they're hiding it. Let's say somebody owes you money. They have the money, but they're not paying you the money. You could say, hey, come on, 
cough it up. I know you have the money. I need my money. Please pay me. The students that I teach at my school in my classroom are about 13 years old and they love taking each other's stuff and hiding it. I don't know why. I don't know how many times a day I hear, he took my pencil, he's hiding my pencil, he's hiding my milk. It's crazy. But I could say to one of my students, if I knew they took the other student's pencil, I could say, come on, I know you have it. Cough it up. I'm not sure what's going on with that car, but it doesn't look right. There is a whole lot of smoke. I hope they're okay. All right, I'm gonna go check on that person and then uh, we'll get back to the English lesson. Wow, it doesn't smell good. It looks like they have a cell phone and right over there is a place that sells cars. So he's in, actually in a good spot right there. All right, let's, let's get back to the, the English lesson. Guess what, it looks like a, a fire truck is trying to follow that car. Here it comes. Okay, so there's a bench right here. I am going to bump in to this bench. Like, I actually hit that. Our next English phrasal verb is bump into, but it doesn't mean to actually hit anything. So many loud cars. It doesn't mean to actually hit anything. You might bump into a friend at the store. You don't actually hit them. It just means you didn't expect to see them, but then you saw them. You bumped into them. Oh, there is so much activity around here. That's, a, that's an ambulance. Um, not sure why. But you could bump into a friend you weren't expecting to see at the store. Hey, oh my gosh. I didn't know I would be seeing you here. It is so nice that we bumped into each other. They didn't hit each other. They didn't touch each other. They just saw each other when they didn't think they would be meeting each other that day. The opposite of bump into someone is to meet them. That means you call that person before or you text them and say, hey, let's be at this place at the same time. Like, I will meet you at the restaurant at seven o'clock tonight. We also use the English phrasal verb run into. It means the same exact thing as bump into. Maybe you go to a restaurant, your friend is there, you didn't know that they were going to be there. You can say, oh, it's so nice running into you here at this restaurant. I didn't plan on seeing you here. Those are six English phrasal verbs that sound like they hurt, but they don't. If you're looking for more English phrasal verbs to sound more like a native English speaker, right up there, I did a few more about food.